You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers, and I invite you to stay tuned at the end of this episode. There are some changes happening to Speak Lord, and I want to let you know what you can expect. Well, God is at work in our lives right now. And maybe you see some of that work, and maybe it's not very clear to you. Either way, our Heavenly Father is always working. Jesus never ceases to intercede for us. Angels are real. They minister to us. The Holy Spirit is here. He really guides us. If you do recognize this work of God in your life, then you have some miracle stories of your own. I enjoy talking with people about their spiritual experience, and often I get to hear some of these miracle stories. They were heading straight for the oncoming semi-truck, and an unseen force literally pushed their car to the side, saving their life. It really happened, and they know it was God. Or after prayer, the tumor disappeared, and the doctors could not explain it. But you could. God did that, and you know it. You were told that you would never walk again, but God has given you the ability to run. Or maybe you had the unlikeliest of interaction with someone that turned out to be an awesome opportunity for God, and you know that it was a divine appointment. These are miracles, but the miracle is not the main point of the miracle. Here's what I mean. So when the tumor disappeared, your health improved. And maybe you got another 25 years that you wouldn't have had. But that is not the main point of the miracle. These blessings were the secondary purpose of God's work in your life. And if that's true, if the miracle is not the main point of the miracle, then it's possible we have celebrated God's blessings and his miracles and yet missed the main point. If you're a little confused at this point, that's okay. I'm getting these thoughts from Matthew 11, 20, and 21. Then he began to denounce the cities where most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. So here Jesus mentions the places where a bunch of miracles were done, but he also tells us the main point of them. Bethsaida and Chorazin were in the northern part of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus also said these same words about Capernaum, which was just a few miles away, all of them in the same area where Jesus spent a whole lot of his earthly ministry and where a lot of miracles were done. So it's in the general area of these three towns where Jesus walked on water, where he fed the 5,000, where the man was lowered through the roof, where Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. There was a girl raised from the dead, and that man with the withered hand was healed. This is where they got the tax money out of the fish. Capernaum is the place where Peter lived, and we know that Jesus didn't have a home. But there's actually the remains of a home in Capernaum that is believed to be the home of Peter, it was probably the place Jesus stayed most often. When Jesus mentions these towns, he's mentioning the places where the greatest of his works were done, where most of his time was spent. After one of these miracles in that area, the people were amazed and they said, we have never seen anything like this. 
Jesus was doing some awesome things in Bethsaida, in Chorazin, in Capernaum. But remember, the miracle is not the main point of the miracle. So after he fed the 5,000, people followed him. And he said, truly I say to you, you are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of loaves. The main point of the miracle was not to feed them or to impress them. The main point of the miracle is repentance. Listen to the verse again. Then he began to denounce the cities where most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! If the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Tyre and Sidon were Gentile towns. And he's saying, hey, I've done these great miracles among you. You've been impressed. You followed me, but you didn't get the point. The point was, I wanted your hearts. I wanted those things to turn your hearts to me. And if I did those over there, I think I would have disciples. God loves us so much that he delights to ease our pain and take away illness and provide for our needs. But his great desire in all of his work, is heart change. More than he wants us to be healthy or rich or comfortable, he wants us to be his. He wants us to live with him forever. So when God does something in your life, praise him. Praise him for the finances. Praise him for the second chance at health. But remember that the miracle is not the main point of the miracle. So maybe you can point to something God has done and you've walked away from that feeling blessed. And you thought that's all there was. God worked in your life and you were blessed. But you can also walk away from that being changed. There is more and deeper meaning in the miracle than just being blessed by what God did in the moment. So what we can train ourselves to do is to see in the mighty work of God an invitation to change, to repent, to go deeper in him. Whatever work God has done in your life, he's using that to call your heart closer to his. So can you point to any miracles? Just go back through them. Think through the ways God has been at work in you. And in each of those, you can see an invitation for repentance. Not just to have your needs met, not just to be impressed, but to let God change your heart to be more like his to be more in love with him. That's the main point of the miracle. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, that was episode 150. And you might have heard by now that 150 is where I'm stopping. And we're going to be making some changes to speak, Lord. You will find a weekly speak, Lord, but it will be a rerun for a while and some updates. We're going to come back on a new platform with some changes in September. September 1 is the launch date. And stick with us until then because you're going to hear the progress we're making and where we're going. I know that my excitement for these changes is going to build as we get closer and things start coming together. So as I pull back from releasing fresh new content on Speak Lord, uh, stick with us. I'll be giving updates along the way. There are some good things coming.